Hey friends, welcome to Let's Be Clear. I am Clear Cherry Reeves and this is a podcast where we get clear, pun intended, about how to find a kingdom perspective in all things. No, really, all things. Whether it be about pursuing your dreams, finding hope and hardship, or just talking about Jesus, we will get raw and honest. I believe it will encourage you. Now, let's dig in. Happy Monday, everyone. I hope you're having a great day. Are you? What are you up to? How's your morning been? I hope it's been good. If it's not Monday when you're listening, as always, I hope you're having a good day. I hope you're having a, um, I hope that you've seen God in your week, in your day, um, that you've been looking for him. I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad you're choosing to spend some time with me this morning. Um, and I'm excited about this week's word. So, Last week, we talked about the word anticipate, and I don't know about you guys. I mean, obviously, I think in preparing to talk to y'all, I really, man, it challenges me so much to see that word in my own life, and to be honest, this past week, um, I needed the word anticipate. Like, the whole year of 2020, let's be real, we all need the word anticipate because it's been full of things we were not anticipating right which is exactly when we need the power of anticipation and today even honestly kind of some hard stuff um and just kind of trying to figure out um you know just sort through some of that and really going you know lord i'm not going to be anxious i am anticipating what you're doing if i don't understand because we know it's good right so anyway i hope y'all had a good week if you didn't listen i challenge y'all to go back and listen to each of these words um follow along in the focus devotional if you want to but even if not just you know whether it's at the gym or when you're doing laundry or whatever it is I just think if we can start to put together a new dictionary based on how Jesus defines these terms it'll change our lives you know even some of them um when we really do what he says not when we just gather it right so anyway this week we are talking about the word authority y'all I'm pumped. This word is strong. Also, what I'm hoping that today's podcast does for you, for me, for everyone, is that it reminds us that we're already empowered where we are. That as you're listening to this and you get off and and you the podcast ends and you you go about your day and, and your meetings, your text messages, your relationships, all that kind of stuff, that you enter with a different authority, that you remember that you have the mind of Christ. So it's gonna be a good one. Um, But before we dig in, as always, we're going to refocus, okay? So F, fix your eyes on Jesus. O, open your heart to receive. C, calm your mind. U, unplug from distractions. S, saturate your soul in him. I always feel like I take a deep breath. Maybe because I'm forced to talk a little calmer (laughs) when I talk about that portion. But anyway, okay, so this word of authority so the thing about authority is, you know, I, I think really for 2020, honestly, it's been a big year where we've all been challenged to think about this question. We have just recently voted for who is going to be in positions of authority. We have seen um, really where in our lives, you know, with lots of decisions being made and, and all that kind of stuff, really going, okay, Lord, do I trust you? Do I really trust 
um, that you have given me a authority over my emotions so I don't have to get anxious about everything that just knocks on my door? Do I really trust that you are authority over all? And what does authority even mean? So I was really thinking about this word and how I just what it meant in my mind and how I wanted to talk about it. And um, so we're going to go through some different, several different points that I think authority really sets us up and provides these different things for us. Okay, so imagine you have a toolbox, okay? And authority is, it, it's your power. It's the power of the Holy Spirit. It's, it, it reminds you of your God-given identity. Because here's the thing, you if you are listening and you believe in Jesus, you are a son or a daughter of the king. Okay, so what that means is that just because what you're looking at doesn't feel good, seem good, appear good, whatever it is, that our reality is based on a kingdom perspective. And when we have authority, it is a different type of reality. And it's real. It's it's more real than what we see. And I think that's the hard part that we really have to grasp uh, because it's so countercultural because we can't see it, right? And we really, really, really like when we don't have to use faith. That's the, but the whole essence of it is that faith requires us to take a leap before things come to pass, right? Um, but anyway, so I'm going to go through several different things that authority provides. And each one will be like a tool that you can put in your toolkit, in your tool bag, in your tool basket, whatever sounds manly or feminine, whatever. Okay, it's it. you are geared up and you can face whatever's on your plate today, whatever the holidays look like, whatever your text messages throw your way that just really go, whoa, I was not anticipating that. Whatever it is. I hope that this this podcast on authority helps you handle that in a different capacity. So the first one is authority provides accountability. Here's the thing, y'all. When you truly understand who God is and what that means for you and for me, when we start to grasp his power, it helps us live fully, even in the face of fear. Because here's one thing is, and look, this may not be a popular thing to say, but I don't think it's realistic to say that we become fearless, or at least per, not for me personally. I think it's wise to say that we become courageous. So there's a reason that so many scriptures speak to fear. Like God knows it will be frequent and tempting if we are like if we are being obedient and walking in the uncharted territory he's asking us to go, then of course there's going to be moments where we feel afraid. Right? But when it comes to this accountability, we have both the accountability to live out of the authority he has given us and live under the humble authority of those who have authority over our schools, our nation, all of that. So this fear, it, it may come up, but y'all, we, we can be courageous in the face of that. So that may be unpopular to say, but I think what the Lord, when he tells us all this in scripture over and over and over again, I think what he's saying is, hey, this is going to come up time and time and time again. But here's the deal. Because you are mine, you can be courageous and walk forward in the face of fear. It doesn't mean it's going to immediately lead, but it means that you know who's with you. It means that you know who's gone before you, right? It means that you know who follows after you. And that's a different type of walking. Um, And I know people get all hot and bothered when we talk about, you know, with everything and people of positions of power. And that's been... um, very hot topic with the elections and and everything and 
you know, some people have even direct messaged me and asked, you know, so what am I supposed to do if the person I'm under the authority of doesn't align with scripture, I think, or if I don't agree with them and my moral standards and, and all of that, and I'm not turning this to, into a political podcast, so don't turn me off. But what I'm saying is, so in Matthew 18, 28, 18 through 20, I want to mention this because authority is really important when it comes to this accountability, okay? Because I think right now, this is crucial. As people who honor God, we've got to realize what it means to honor those who are in positions of authority. And it says, and Jesus came up, this is Matthew 28, 18 through 20. It says, and Jesus came up and spoke to them saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So the good news that we see here is that God is their authority, right? He is over everyone and everything. So what that means for us as people who honor God is that what when God tells us to honor our authority, it doesn't mean that we always, just because honoring our authority does not always look like agreeing with everything that they say. But what it is, is this trusting God who says, hey, I have you in the palm of my hand. You have to trust me first and foremost, right? Um, and, you know, we are most accountable to God, to his word and his instruction, period. So we can honor someone's position of authority and not agree with or practice everything that they do or condone their lifestyle. However, as believers, we cannot pretend to not read this verse and be disrespectful to those who are empowered, to the principal of our school, to our parents, to the policeman who pulls us over, or to anyone. Because what it does is it compromises our footing in the other area, right? So I think this is this authority is... Um, it's something that's being challenged right now. And honestly, I think the enemy loves that because I think he he knows it's distracting us. And we, we start to get confused and that kind of rebellious spirit, like that's not honoring God, right? Um, and I love Romans 13, 1. It says, let every person be subject to the governing authorities for there is no authority except from God. And those that exist have been instituted by God. So let me say this. This just came up in my spirit, so I'm just going to say it right now, is that if you're hearing this as like a, I know I mentioned the politics thing, but whatever comes up in your spirit is probably some form of conviction. Okay, what I mean by that is that as you're listening, and I'm talking about these things, whether it's parents, whether it's principals, whether it's the word of God, whether it is the government, what anything, where if you feel... Um, and I don't mean not speaking your peace, okay? So, what, But what I'm saying is, is if things are coming up in your spirit and you know that you maybe have not been um, honoring authority in that way, then th- that might just be a, a hard check, you know? Like that just might be a nudge on your spirit. Like, hey, you're a little bit distracted. You can trust God. God is the ultimate authority. And we know that there is no authority that's above him. So we can trust him. That's what the word of God says. That's our ultimate authority. The second tool that's in our toolbox is that authority provides access. So here's the thing. Badges, we know that if someone, say you're at like a concert, right? And you get the VIP treatment. Like you have the VIP lanyard. You're like, look, I, this is my favorite artist. I am here for it. I'm, I'm like, you paid the big bucks. And so you get to go backstage. It is your, it's your VIP pass for that concert. Like you get what happens when you get to the VIP treatment? You get to get up and close and personal, right? 
with the star of the show. Like, forget the, like, you know, nosebleeds. <laughs> you are right in front of them, prime territory. You get to have one-on-one conversation with that person. That's, that is what authority gives us with God. It is our VIP badge that we get at all moments. It gives us access to the Father. And I just wonder, you know, how many times in our lives have we let the permission we thought we needed, so we didn't think we had a past, right? So the permission we thought we needed keep us from pursuing the purpose that God has for us. I'm not sure why we think that we need some type of like permission slip or really at what point is it going to be enough where some where you finally feel confident to walk forward, where you finally go, okay, no, I am going to pursue that thing. Um, we get direct access to walk in the calling that God has for us. We get direct access to ask God what's on our heart. We get direct access to the Holy Spirit that tells us the way to go, that that gives us discernment on what to say. We have direct access to God. When we are praying, He hears us. Y'all, that, that, that is the truth for our lives. Um, Psalm 65, 4 says, How blessed is the one whom you choose and bring near to you to dwell in your courts. We will be satisfied with the goodness of your house, your holy temple. I know that we know that we get to hang out with Jesus because of his grace. But y'all, like, that verse, do you really get what that's saying? How blessed is the one whom you choose and bring near to you to dwell in your courts. You know, we think we pursue God, and while yes, we do, but we we do get to decide to pursue him, right? But it is he who even lets us come near. Like our VIP badge, the fact that we have direct access to him is only by grace. He gives us the authority to sit at his table and be satisfied. Authority as his child is what opens the gate for happiness. It's true. Remember last week when we talked about blessed can often be interchanged with happy? How happy is the one whom you choose and bring near to you to dwell in your courts? We will be satisfied with the goodness of your house, your holy temple. That is true. How happy. Access to Jesus, that is happiness. The next tool is that authority provides advancement. Y'all, when we realize who gives us our power, fear loosens its grip on us step by step by step. Just like we talked about at the beginning, it's not total fearlessness, but what it is, is it's courage in the face of fear because we know who has us. And this pairs with access, but the difference between the access with authority and the advancement is that access gets us backstage or it gets us in the door. The advancement is the continued permission to walk forward and take ground. Okay, did you hear me? Take ground. Authority is taking good ground. It is walking forward no matter if everyone around us agrees, no matter if we feel qualified, no matter if we have a hard day or a hiccup or a hangup that we weren't expecting. It means continuing to walk forward step after step after step because God's told us, this is where I'm asking you to go. It means to show up somewhere because we know our identity. It means to pray because we believe he's the healer. It means to continue to take good ground because we know who's in charge. And, you know, this gives us permission to take up our calling, like I said. And I think sometimes, or at least maybe it's just me, but when I hear that, that word, you know, your calling, and I feel like when I say it too, it's like, okay, like, what does that even mean? Um, but it translates to so many ways. Like, whatever you're doing, this, this, or whoever you are, whatever your path has looked like, wherever you find yourself, 
this is applicable to you. So make it personal. This gives you permission to be brave and walk into the uncertain places. This means that you have permission to get healing in that thing that you continue to push under the rug because for some reason you decided it wasn't necessary. This gives you permission to begin writing the book without the publisher. Trusting that if he's writing your story and your heart, it's worth telling, right? It's permission to speak over your children because you are their mother or father for a reason. You don't need the affirmation from culture or doctors or whomever to solidify your authority there. You have permission to break a general generational curse or a pattern that's been existent in your family for years and years. All of these different ways, y'all, we have permission to advance and claim what our Heavenly Father has always meant for us to hold. God has always desired His children to be humble and kind, but He also desires for us to be bold and to be determined. Those are co- those are not exclusive. We we can be humble and kind, but it is out of realizing the humility and kindness of the Father that we decide that we have no choice but to be bold and determined in what he asks of us, right? And to be bold and determined in the way that we love and how we show up in the world. The next tool that it gives us is awareness. Y'all, knowing our place, aka authority, knowing our place under that authority is what keeps our peace. When we know our place in the kingdom, we experience peace on earth. I don't want, I don't know about y'all, but I do not want the pressure of it being on my shoulders, right? That's too much to bear. It's not, that was never meant to be our place. How do we become aware of the authority that we have and aware of our place? We read the word. I know I say that all the time, probably a broken record, but if that's what I'm a broken record for, then praise God. Because what I hope is that when you leave this podcast, okay, tonight, in the morning, whenever, whatever, you have time to read the word a little bit. And in fact, if you only have a little bit of time and you're letting it be this podcast, turn me off and read the word (laughs) because it's more important. Or at least hear these scriptures in it. Like that is the gold. It's filled with descriptions and stories and truth about who God is and who we are in him. It also makes us aware of the life we are called to. Y'all, how are we going to surrender our desires and our wants and our dreams as far as what we conjured up in our flesh? If we, like, what will give us the courage and the confidence to do that if we aren't aware of, of, of what God has painted for our future? If we are not aware of the promises that he's told us that will come to pass? That's all we have to read the word is as we read it, we are filled with satisfaction we, we remember why we can trust him. We see his faithfulness. You know, here's the thing is when we, when we are aware of that, we don't get to pretend that we don't know, right? We don't get to walk around lost pretending like we have not been told the way. That is the purpose of the word. Colossians 2, 8 through 10 says, Don't let anyone capture you with empty philosophies and high-sounding nonsense that come from human thinking and from the spiritual powers of this world rather than from Christ. For in Christ lives all the fullness of God in a human body. So you are also, also are complete through your union with Christ, who is the head over every ruler and authority. That should comfort your soul. Okay, the scripture helps us also see that our human minds and the powers of this world, a.k.a. Satan, his name alone just sounds evil, um, that they are hoping that we fall prey to the lies that they tell. You're not good enough, they whisper. Hoping... 
that we will fixate on our insecurities rather than walk in the confidence that we've been called. You need more, they exclaim, hoping that we will place greater value in the tangible stuff that we see rather than the intangible hope and power of Jesus. God doesn't see you, they taunt, hoping that we will doubt his goodness and try to manufacture our own. Y'all, but do you want to know what our superpower is? And this gets me excited because it has nothing to do with us, really. It has everything to do with our Heavenly Father. Our awareness of who He is and because He lives in us, that's who we are. That's it. We can speak on it. We stand on it. And then we secure ourselves in that. That is what gives us authority. And then the last tool that we're going to put in our toolbox, okay, Are you ready? I hope you're visually pretending like you're adding one. You're adding one, right? It's very practical. Is assertiveness. Authority provides assertiveness. Assertiveness is not just for emotion. It is boldness exercised in an area that prompts a new pace. Okay? Prompts a new pace is a really important part of that sentence because assertiveness does not ask if we belong. Right? It assumes that we have a place here because of whom we belong to. It's the tangible walking out of our identity in Jesus. And when we get to a new break in the road, we also assume that we are meant to keep going. It is that advancement in a bold and confident way. And when I was thinking about the word and where in scripture several different um, people came up, I was thinking of Esther. And then I kept thinking of the story from Acts 3 and 4, which I love, about Peter and John when they um, healed the beggar. And I won't go into all the details. You should read it if you get a chance, Acts 3 and 4. But um, what's crazy about the story is not only the miracle miracle of the disciples taking part in a lame man, literally being able to walk again, but after they did, okay, after that happens and the religious leaders get really upset, they continued to speak boldly. They were assertive. In fact, they got even more assertive because after seeing God's faithfulness with the beggar and the miracle happen before their eyes, it fanned their own flame. And because of this, hundreds of people from the community were saved. Guys, heaven grew significantly because Peter and John were assertive in speaking about their faith. So whatever this means for us in different parts of our lives, are we being assertive where we are? Are we holding back, hoping to be liked, or are we being assertive, hoping to gain ground for Jesus? What, what, what are we doing? Are we shrinking back, waiting for permission when we've already been given authority to walk forward? Acts 4.13 says, Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated, common men, they were astonished, and they recognized that they had been with Jesus. Now, what would it have been like if Peter and John were apprehensive or timid and asked the religious leaders for permission? Y'all, they would never have said a word. Being assertive in Jesus remains respectful to the law of the land, but submits to the grace and covering of Jesus above all. I don't want you to hear me that I'm saying to have a rebellious spirit. What I'm saying is, is that you trust the authority of Jesus that gives you the assertiveness to stand confidently where he asks you to go. It was because of the disciples' boldness, audaciousness, and assertiveness that despite what was popular, that people knew that they had been with Jesus. That was what separated them 
they thought, oh my gosh, if these guys, I mean, see, see it from a very realistic standpoint. If that were your friends, you saw, they, they witnessed a miracle, then all these religious leaders are like, we're going to throw them in jail. You know that there's impending consequences. And they still decide to be bold and loud and audacious with their faith. And they continue to stand firm. You're like, okay, obviously there's like, what is it about them? You see that it is way bigger than just them, right? You see the power that they, they have the power of the Holy Spirit, which can only come from one place. So I hope, what I'm hoping with all of these tools, and I'm going to read each of them again. I did not mention this, but they all start with A, and they come from authority, okay? So it gives us, it's our A toolkit, okay, to be on our A game. Oh, look look at me. Um, so I, I want you to, if you can, write these on a piece of paper or in your focus book or on an index card or whatever, but keep them top of mind. Like this week, I need you to take ground, and do you know why? Because just like Peter and John, you don't know who's on the other side of you walking forward. It may be me. It may be your family. It may be a friend. It may be a new friend that you're not even aware. It may be someone at the grocery store who needs you to show up and take authority in the way that God is asking of you. Don't wait for permission. You already have a VIP badge to go to the throne of Jesus and get exactly what you need. So authority gives us, it provides accountability. It provides access, it provides advancement, it provides awareness, and it provides assertiveness. Each of those, right? And all of those keep us on our A game. There we go. Okay, so every week in the devotional, there's a focus tip. As you know, very practical suggestion to help apply this word to your life. So this week's is this. When you start to feel even the slightest tingle of uncertainty, which 2020, right? Whisper the word authority and stand firm in his love. Y'all, uncertainty, like I said, is not hard to come by in 2020 or really ever, really ever. But the holidays are coming up. If you're listening at a time where that's not the situation, whenever uncertainty is just a very real and continual part of life on, in this, on this side of heaven, right? But it's an opportunity to exercise our authority in Jesus. It is helps us it's the gym it helps us get stronger and grow our faith so i hope that that all of this just really shows you that wherever you are like you have the tools in your toolkit to do what he's asked of you and to take good ground and to stand firm on the ground that you're already on and know that the word of god it tells you who you are the world doesn't have a say on that okay so let's hold tight to that and um, i am going to finish up with the monday prayer so if you can, this is, I want to, oh, man, authority. I don't even know if you can probably hear, but I, this word just makes me, I probably should, I, I'm going to start videoing these eventually, but you would have seen, seen my hands going all over the place, getting passionate. Um, but this is our Monday prayer. So if you can close your eyes, if not, please don't while you're driving. Um, so here we go. Hey, Jesus, thank you for the gift of another Monday. A clean slate awaited me when I opened my eyes, and your love met me there. You smiled as I placed my feet on the ground and said, Jesus, this week is our week to move mountains. How is it that the King of Kings wants to partner with me? Direct my feet where you please and help me align my desires with your vision. I only want to travel where you lead. Will you nourish my heart with your truth? 
fortify my body with your strength and refresh my soul with your life-giving hope. Thank you for giving me the authority to walk into new places and not search for previous footprints. You are doing a new thing. When I feel afraid, remind me that you are not frustrated by my fear, but you do expect me to keep walking, trusting you fully. You have given me the permission to let go of anything that isn't serving who you have created me to be so that I can pick up what you have for me. Thank you for being my advocate in all things. Yielding to you, I feel the wind beneath my wings as you help me soar. King of kings, creator of all, you have authority over everything. In the audacious and commanding name of Jesus, amen. Mm. I'm ready to take on the day. What about you guys? I hope so. I hope that you know that you don't need permission. You don't need permission to believe what God's already said about you. You don't need permission that you're that to, to feel. Don't wait for the emotions to come. Walk. Be courageous. Don't look for previous footprints, okay? This is new ground. This is a good thing. God's got you. He's had you. He's going after you. Um, and we have authority. And that, that we are powerful because he is powerful and he's over us. So it's going to be a good week. I'm excited. Um, and I'm looking forward to next Monday. Also, we will be having the part two of our interview with Amy Stockstill coming up on Wednesday. So you all be on the lookout for that. Um, and I'm thankful that you decided to listen and join us this week. I hope that um, I hope you're encouraged and challenged and inspired. And um, I'm grateful for you guys. As always, I hope you have a great day and we will see you again soon.